The clock has started. This is episode 244, recording May 20, 2023. My name is Zach Anderson. This week, we're going to go visit the trailer park, because we have trailer trash to discuss. Uh, we've got some announcements that happened in this last week to uh, banty about. Some bad business decisions to talk about, uh, and more. We'll see what other shenanigans we can get into along the way. To do this, I have with me, as always, Shannon tidbit of tude more what's up how are you doing i'm doing all right uh so how, how is it being salty you feel well seasoned bro it's not even me that's being salty like i'm sitting here minding my own business playing my lego 2k uh-huh. drive uh-huh. like and i'm waiting for you guys to get on and then all of a sudden justin's window pops up bling. i'm like oh cool like you know i'm still playing my game i casually look over and there's just a black window, like, you know, it's got, like, the little icon in there for Justin's, like, you know, mm-hmm. avatar. I'm like, cool. And then all of a sudden, like, I hear the tail end of a conversation that he's probably having with himself where he's bagging on me. He's like, this fucking guy. And then, like, I'm like, oh, hey, what's up, Justin? How you doing? And he's like, oh, you can hear me now? And I said, yeah, I could hear you now. Like, I didn't, I couldn't hear you before. And he's like, oh, well, he's like, you know fine whatever like here it is and then he's like well at least my camera's fucking on and his camera wasn't on on my side but it was on in his settings apparently so i'm like it's not on dude so then he's just like it well it's on on my side so you're just gonna have to deal with it and i'm just like bro like i just got on i'm just hanging out here like where's the salt like i mean i'm just gonna start calling you wetzel because like you're a salty ass pretzel right now then he defended he, he didn't even apologize he just doubled down on like my camera was on i, I have to admit i mean i, re, I respect all that i, I do <laughs> wrapping that up into calling him a wetzel pretzel though <laughs> i feel like he could have done better i feel mm. bro like you put me i mean like yeah i mean i'm not really one with cut downs right now I mean, just, yeah i'm a little i'm a little shaken because justin is usually like our even keeled you know, yeah, he, like, he, happy like, lucky guy. He is our ray of sunshine com- mm-hmm. compared to, well, definitely compared to me. But, um, <laughs> yeah, Justin. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry. Let's bring in uh, uh, our, our third esteemed member, Justin, 33 and kicking Carter. Justin, why so salty? Did you have yeah. a rough birthday? So I'm 33 or 34, and I don't need this <laughs> shit right now. All right. And let me tell you, I, I feel like Shannon's recollection of the chain of events paints me in a poor light. I was very excited. I got on. I saw Shannon. He was mm-hmm. facing away from mm-hmm. the camera. I was like, oh, it's my boy Shannon. Talking to Shannon while he's playing a game is like when you're a kid on your Game Boy playing Pokemon, I'm telling you to pick up your laundry and hang it up. What? And I'm like, oh, hey, Shannon. He's like, uh-huh. Bro. And I'm like, dude, like, no what's going way. on? Can you hear me? And he's like, oh, I can't even hear you. I can't even see you. And I'm like, well, my camera's on. He's like, well, I don't know what to tell you. It's just a couple little circle and squares. And I'm like, well, I don't know what you want me to do, Shannon. I see myself on the kid. So I turn it off, turn it off, can see you now. And I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, what, are you playing Lego Racers? He's like, yeah, sucks to suck. 
I'm like, no, okay. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> yes. Whoa, whoa. Like, fuck me. Oh, no. <laughs> God damn. You know, there's three sides to every story. There's your side, there's my side, and there's the actual truth. And man, dude, like... Dude, you sound like my dad right now. What the fuck are you talking about? I need to give you a breath mint because you're talking so much shit right now. It's stanking up this whole screen. Like, it's just gross right now. God, dude, you must have been at Zach's kid's baseball game because you're pitching wild balls right now at me, and I don't like it. You're, uh, you're both wildly entertaining. I have to tell you, this is, this is really fun. It's like, you know, like, suck to suck. I would never say anything like that, bro. Like, that and then he the called me a cuck. <laughs> whoa, you call, whoa, whoa, whoa. Jesus, bro, you called yourself it's, a cuck. It's hilarious, though, because it's like, two of the people i know that would never do this like it, dude i can't imagine justin's next year on this planet he's chosen violence for like the whole year it's a year of violence for justin now I, like hanging out with both of you in person i can't imagine <laughs> either one of you doing this to someone in person just no, being like no. just being like hey how about you get your fucking shit together and st how about that like <laughs> Which is basically what you're both saying you said to the other one. <laughs> exactly. Ugh. So one tells truths and one tells lies. You know, uh, go to the Discord. You decide. Who who do you think's telling the truth in this scenario? Get the, a poll the going. Better, the better you know someone, the worse you treat them. That's that's just you know. It's you how don't it have goes. to hit the hurt, Justin. You don't have to hit the hurt. That's all I'm saying. I mean, it sounds like you kind of did some hitting and hurting as well. Whoa! Just, oh my God! I can't believe we're taking his side. This is yeah. how hey, it always hey, goes. When you point of Justin, Justin, it sounds like both things happened. That's all I'm saying. There are no sides being taken here. I just want to say, when you point a finger at someone, there's four fingers pointing back at you. <laughs> wow, the age really is getting to you. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Justin's going to be in those progressive yeah. commercials next where like, he's like in the elevator and he's like <laughs> telling people, don't push those buttons. Yeah, Push those buttons. Ain't going to make the elevator come uh, any faster. I've stayed up until 2 a.m. too many nights in a row playing Zelda. It's eating away at my mental state. Yeah, his his internal stamina is running out. It's, it's, it's raining in his mind and he's losing the grip, you know? <laughs> wow. Good. Good. Yeah, I, I felt you were reaching for a minute, but you landed that pretty well. I, I, I it's one thing I can do is make far-reaching allegories. So you know, I'm, I feel feel pretty confident in that skill. Uh, I don't even know where to go from here. Um, Justin, how was the birthday? Yeah, was it, it was good. It was chill. I took it off work. I spent most of the day just hanging out, playing Zelda. Um, I got, uh, I went over to my parents and my mom made three cheese chicken lasagna for dinner. So that's one of like my favorite things that she makes awesome. and stuff. It's like a bitch to make. It takes like three hours of like prep work to make it. So it's mm -hmm. a very rare occasion. It's not something I get all the time. Usually it's a special occasions kind of meal. So it was nice. I ate like two plates of it. I was stuffed by the time I waddled out of there drank some uh, sure. wine, played some cards, had a, had a fun evening over there. So Nice. See, isn't it funny how you get older and your birthday just becomes like, yeah, can I get a good meal? That's all I really want. <laughs> it's like, leave me yeah, alone but... and, kick, and give me great food. 
it was all a, I want. It was a Friday birthday, wasn't it? Yes, it was a Friday birthday. Remember on Friday? Remember when Friday birthdays came around, Zach? When you were younger and you were like, "I'm gonna go out and rage, mm-hmm, and I'm mm-hmm. just gonna party. I'm not gonna come home. I'm gonna smell like cigarettes and booze and poor decisions the next day, and it's gonna be great." And now also, it's like also known as kind of every Friday for me for a while. But yeah, yeah, yeah I hear so, you. So I do but, have the story of birthdays past. The to, so put it in perspective, that was my thirty third birthday. Taking a time jump, jump back in time with me to about 13 years ago on my 20th birthday. I was living in an uh-huh. apartment with uh, my roommates, Chris and Andrew. I had a party and a bunch of my friends came over. A lot of drinking was happening. Andrew mm-hmm. was not drinking. He was supposed to be the sober one, making the good decisions and keeping everybody in charge. And I guess at some point, unbeknownst to me, my friend Daniel, who was very intoxicated asked andrew if he could break a beer bottle in our sink and andrew told him he could which i don't know why he said that Uh, that sounds like a terrible idea you should have told him no and sounds real bad i'm standing there talking to someone and i turn over and look daniel holding the neck of the beer bottle in his left hand judo chops the beer bottle over the sink shatters it a piece of glass goes in his wrist and he's holding his arm over the sink and Andrew runs over, pulls the, like, long shard of glass out of his wrist, and Daniel's holding his arm together. And I'm standing there like, what the fuck? Ha-? I'm like, what happened? And then Andrew's like, he broke this beer bottle. I'm like, why? And he's like, because I said he could. And I'm like, why did you do that? Like, what are you talking about right now? And he's like, dude, open, like, dude, w- let me see your arm. And he, like, let's go. And it's like, bleh, and you can, like, see in his arm, like, what? Nope. And I'm like, dude, you need stitches. And he's like, no, dude, get me some duct tape. And we're like, dude, what are you talking about? He's like, dude, I'm an Eagle Scout. Just get me some duct tape. So he duct taped his arm closed. And about like two weeks later when I saw him at school, I was like, dude, let me see your arm. And it looked like a fucking taint like on his arm. It healed so badly. And I was like, dude, that was terrible. Like We had to watch him. He looked super pale because he was bleeding out in our fucking sink. And... It was quite the, quite the night after that, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Everyone yeah, sobered up like pretty it. quickly once Daniel was bleeding all over the apartment. Let me, let me, you know, it probably was around the same time, to be honest. Um, let me tell you a little tale about when we had a neighborhood bar uh, named Clooney's. It's actually where I met my wife. It's where I made a lot of friends. Great place. Uh I remember talking to one Shannon Moore because (laughs) his birthday, St. Patrick's Day, was going to be on a Friday. And I'm like, hey, come up. You can hang here. Like, I've got this great bar. We're doing a big thing for St. Patrick's Day. We'll we'll do your birthday right. We'll go big. So he comes up. And uh, I think over the course of that night, he had at least 10 beers that I have And this was a time when Jameson got really popular in the bar. So there was lots of Jameson. Our friend Sean, uh, RIP, was the bartender there at the time. And he was a man that just had a heavy hand. And when he found out, oh, my friend is here. And (laughs) it's his birthday on St. Patrick's Day. I don't think Shannon paid for a shot of Jameson the whole night. And he took advantage of that fact. Let me tell you. 
Um, I remember at one point we had to get him off the pool table. That, <laughs> that was a thing that happened. Uh, what's that? What? What? It was. It was. Yeah, He's it was. agreeing to these uh, events that are happening. Uh, uh, um, I remember him insisting that we needed to play Five Finger Death Punch on uh, the jukebox. Jesus. Which, by the way, they had turned off because they were playing Irish music over the PA all night. Uh, he was demanding it come on so he could hear some song. I don't even remember what it was. Uh, all in all, though, I think he had a great birthday. It was. That was also the night my ex-wife left me in a porta potty Because <laughs> I couldn't, like, you know, just... Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be, I can't fault her on that one. I'll, I'll be like, sure, there's a lot of things, but that that one, you, you were, uh, as Mac Dre would say, you were in the building and feeling yourself that mm -hmm. night. Mm -hmm. and, and that's well you should, you know? Because I want to say that was your, like, 30th or 31st or something like that. It had to be around there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yes. Young and drunken shenanigans on St. Patrick's Day. It was good times. Mm -hmm. I never partied alone. No, no. And uh, to be fair, Shannon was welcomed back there with open arms. He was highly entertaining. Like, people people love Shannon in that bar. Like, Shannon did not make a spectacle of himself. Well, he did. But it was not in a malicious way. Like, people still talk to me about it. It was great. It was fun. I, I did go back the next year, and I think I actually ended up dancing on top of the bar because we had another friend yeah, of ours, right. like, basically throw throw it out there that it was my birthday. And then I was – that year I was pouring shots. I, I had a bottle of Jameson, and I was pouring shots in people's mouths. <laughs> <laughs> God, dude. Shannon's such a wild card. Uh, I'm, I miss Cluties. I miss Sean. That was – those were such great times. It was. Um, but I mean, look how many friends you made out of that place, Shannon. Like, totally. Like, we all walked away with just like five to ten great friends that we never would have met if we weren't hanging out there. Like, it was such a yeah. it was such a cheers type of establishment. You know, like you would just show up. I wouldn't I wouldn't call anyone. I'd just go there because there was guaranteed to be two or three people I knew. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was easily time. it was easy to be assimilated into that experience as well. Because like, if mm -hmm. I walked in with you, everybody was like, "This guy's cool." So then, like, you know, if you weren't there and I still walked in and those people were there, they'd be like, "Yes, that's Zach's guy. He's cool. Yeah. Like, come over here and hang out." So yeah. you know, and everyone, it was, it was. I mean, it, don't get me wrong; it was fully debaucherous, but <laughs> but man, it was a great time. Good time. Mm -hmm. Good time. And then, uh, yeah, and then all of us got married and had kids, and it's. And the bar closed. <laughs> it was just like, oh shit! All the people left. Damn. Um, but yeah, uh, birthdays, man. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's kind of like Father's Day, you know. Like, what do I want for Father's Day? Can all of you just leave? And, and <laughs> I can sleep in. So, <laughs> just two hours, just to myself, please. Yeah, yeah, Where just... I'm not driving someone to a sporting event or doing no something. One's... I, I just need a couple hours where no one's yelling dad. Just please. Just, <laughs> if we can do that. It's like that bluey episode where like the dad comes home and the mom is like, I need 20 minutes to myself. Yeah. Nobody bug me. And she yeah. just disappears. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, 
but speaking of, uh, I've got no transition. Damn. I mean, we could um, start. You, speaking of good times, I mean. Speaking of of good times, <laughs> can we talk about the the PlayStation Showcase coming May twenty fourth? Uh, so that got announced that they're locking that in, which is exciting, right? Like it's kind of that first big. I still want to call it E3 type showcase of the year, but now it's the summer of gaming or whatever Keeley calls it these days. I don't know. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of stoked to see like what PlayStation has. Cause even though we spent a lot of time kicking Microsoft in the balls around here lately, it kind of goes under the radar that like Sony really hasn't done much since God of War. I mean, not really, right? Like, I don't know. I can't think of the big exclusives they've had. Um, and so, I mean, they released the uh, PSVR 2. And no one bought it. Because it cost more than the actual PS5. <laughs> so, you know. Um, so I'm really curious to see. Because, I mean, you got to imagine they do Spider-Man 2. Right? That's their that's their big one for fall. Is Spider-Man 2. Uh, do you think we get also like Death Stranding too? I could see kinda, maybe a little more. Right? Also, like we haven't heard anything on that Wolverine game. I wouldn't be surprised mm -hmm. if we got like a little more about that or something like another teaser. And I'll be honest, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah uh, the Wolverine game, and then also it's been a while since we've heard about like the Silent Hill two remake and stuff from Capcom. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw or any of the other four Silent Hill games that they announced, so I wouldn't be surprised right. if we got an update on one of those. That would be Konami, not Capcom. But, um, the... Do you think we also get some... Because, like, there's been a lot of rumors about Metal Gear Solid getting remakes, too, right? Like, all those games? But, I mean, they've... I haven't heard anything on any of those Metal Gear Solid, like, games, right? I mean... I think they're still struggling to find a path after Kojima's like separation and you know just to kind of see what is in store for that franchise if they go back to like the original one and maybe do what they did with Resident Evil and just kind of give it a facelift. That's what I'm saying. It wouldn't shock me at all if they saw the success Capcom had basically doing like a, a remake slash reboot of, of what it is and just printing money essentially like all those re remakes have hit and they've hit big even re3 which wasn't as well received as two and four still sold like it sold real well um and also it was short but it was good like it was a good game you know and it played well with modern control and i could absolutely see them rolling out metal gear solid and here's the remake and when that sells well here's metal gear solid 2 and when that sells well, three it wouldn't shock me at all. It, it just wouldn't, because yeah. I think Capcom has shown that that's a way to pretty easily make a lot of money. And also with the movie and TV show, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw some, I don't know, like new Gran Turismo or even like a new uh, Twisted Metal or something like that, mm -hmm. since, you know, they're doing the releasing those around the same time as the shows, I think would be ideal for them to yeah. kind of capitalize off that market. Well, they're already saying that the, uh, like, I guess the catchphrase for this uh, this press conference is dream big. 
So I don't know if maybe they're, you know, if I, I don't know what is it like. You're is what have PlayStation people been dreaming about for a long time? Dream two like, confirmed. <laughs> yeah, no, they shut that down. So I know, dream, so that so they could launch Dream two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say I don't know. I would think I would like to see them go back and like go to that well with like a resistance fall of man like bring Ooh, back yes and bring back like one of your your classic first person shooters that people really enjoyed killzone oh killzone action i mean killzone's been silent for a couple years now right no, I mean, it's like, been silent really since the ps3 no yeah. there was there was no, a killzone that came out yeah there was a launch title for ps4 yeah that was, was the last time yeah it was yeah, not well was received bad. but it was it was, yeah. it was there well, I mean, what's a what's that company or Sly Cooper? Maybe get some Sly Cooper action going on. Insomniac, give me, give me uh, another Infamous. Yeah, I want that'd be Infamous. Good. Go back, yeah, go back to the first Infamous. Like, do re, if you're you're talking about printing money, go back and do that first yeah. Infamous and update the graphics for PlayStation Five and the AI, like mm-hmm. the. The way the villains move and react and everything, and and give me coal again, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Take my money, I'm in right there. Um, but as far as stuff, I think we're going to see. I think Death Stranding Two is definitely on that list, right? Yeah. I think I think you gotta see, or, or Naughty Dog's gotta roll out that Last of Us multiplayer, because Sony really wants multiplayer to be like an initiative for them. And, you know, the first Last of Us multiplayer, it's kind of the only part of that game I enjoyed. I mean, I know I'm in the minority for Last of Us, but I don't like those games. But the multiplayer was pretty good. Um, So, it wouldn't shock me at all if we saw what the Last of Us 2 multiplayer is. Or if it's a standalone product, which it's been long enough for Last of Us 2 that I could absolutely see them breaking it out as its own thing. Or maybe Um, some uh, Alan Wake 2. It's been a minute since we've gotten more details about that. Did you see that? Uh, apparently, a voice actor leaked in a, in a interview that Alan Wake Two is supposed to drop like October twenty fourth or no. something like that. <laughs> yeah, it just hit today. It just hit today. It's so, like you know those guys are scrambling. Like, oh shit! But isn't Alan Wake Two supposed to be Xbox exclusive? Doesn't that studio get owned by Microsoft now? I thought. Isn't that Remedy? Maybe. Let's see, Alan. Uh, Live Googling, it's always yeah. the best. Like... <laughs> but in the interim, Shannon, Yo. I know for your tastes, we gotta get Final Fantasy 16, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when... I mean, it's coming out in it's coming out in a month. Yeah, but I, I this is next week, so you gotta think they're gonna ramp up that hype meter. For sure. I mean, I'm already gonna buy it. Um... Kind of like Spider Man. Like I'm <laughs> buying it already. But if you want to hype me up, so sure, I'm uh, I'm in. Yeah, I mean, the, the only thing you're going to do at this point is give me a reason not to buy it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's sure. kind of what's that, – I think that's kind of why you're not going to see too much of it at a PlayStation event is, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, it's going to sell a lot, but, you know, don't show too much of your hand. Um, you know, there may be some may some, maybe some issues with it that you don't want people to see. Yeah. So but, Al, Alan Wake is Remedy, but it says it's going to be on PS5, Windows, Xbox Series X, and S in 2023. Hmm. So it does have a okay. spot on the PS5 store. Just a reminder, Microsoft likes making money. Yeah. So, um, they need to make that money. That's true. 
Uh, has Sucker Punch released anything since Ghost of uh, Tsushima? No. I thought I could just... I, Maybe we'll get a second they... one of those. Or just something new from them. Sucker Punch makes great games, so I'd be... I'd be kind of on board with it. I mean, Ghost of Tsushima was great. I never finished it, but that game was... That game was a better Assassin's Creed than anything they've released in... than anything Ubisoft's released in 10 years. I mean, that game ruled. But... Uh, and then I've seen rumors that uh, the God of War studio was at Santa Monica, mm-hmm. that they've apparently been quietly working on a new IP... But you gotta think whatever that is is probably way far away. I can't th- imagine we'd see anything like that. Um, oh, you know what? Uh, who's what was the studio that made uh, the Demon Souls remake? Is that Blue something? Like it was an internal. I know it was an internal Sony studio, and they basically got tasked with remaking Demon Souls as a launch title. And everyone seemed to really dig that. What is, Blue, what is Blue Point they? Games? Yeah, Blue Point. Ah, I had one color right. Um, what if what if they get handed like Dark Souls one, or something like that? Hmm. I mean, Shit, what if they get what if they get handed the Metal Gear Solid remake? I can see cool. that too. You know, especially since that's a series that's so ingrained in PlayStation. Yeah, you know? they also did the Shadow of Colossus remake. Oh. And right. the Drake Uncharted collection or whatever of games. So, yeah, they've they've been working with Sony for a minute on a lot of their stuff, so I could see Sony handing them more stuff to do. Uh, I think you might also see the new Armored Core game. Mm. Too. Uh, that's a good, that's a good call. That's a really good call, yeah. Because Sony really likes their relationship with From. So. <laughs> yeah, they do. I mean, Ooh, maybe some Elden Ring, more on the Elden Ring DLC. Sure, sure. I mean, I can see that one bleeding into the other. You know, we yeah, talk Elden like, Ring DLC, and now we're going to show you Armored Core. Yeah, before like the end of the year and stuff, capitalize on some Elden Ring DLC. I mean, Armored Core is supposed to come out this year, right? Yeah, and, and I think that comes out in June too, or August, maybe. Yeah, I thought that was more like early holiday, and they haven't shown anything about what that game is yet. No, it's just all, like, cinematics. Yeah. And that's yeah. what scares me is because I really want to know what that game's about because I'm interested in it, and I just haven't seen anything on it. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, the game I want that absolutely won't be there, and I'll be super despondent about it, is an Astro, Astrobot's Playroom follow-up. <laughs> that would be cool. My son would play the hell out of that game. I would play the hell out of it. I love that one. As a pack-in for the PS5, it was fantastic. It was so good. Um, But yeah. I, oh, and then they've got this VR system out there that's just floundering, and you know they got to put something out there for it. For the tens of people that bought it? Yeah. I mean, I bet you see a price cut. I bet they announce a price cut. They almost have to. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can't. I mean, it's more than it's more than like you were saying. It's more than the cost of the console. Yeah. I mean, it's like one of those things. If you're being serious about it, you make it three ninety nine. If you're being serious about it, because now you're in the Oculus range. Mm -hmm. But 
I mean, five ninety nine. No. Now you're in the Oculus range when the Oculus first came out, because like now that the Oculus has gotten some popularity, it's actually yeah. more expensive. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, more people are buying it to not use it. It's really impressive. <laughs> um, but the, uh, I mean, maybe you get a partnership with like a Valve and you know some some actual premier VR titles. Mm-hmm. something like that that's honestly a little sidebar I was having this discussion with my wife today that's the biggest issue I have with my Oculus I think it's a great piece of kit like it it's really cool when when you're wearing it and you're in something like it's awesome it works super well there's just nothing on it that I want to do that's the problem I mean if there were great games for it I would I would use it more. The only but... game I would really want to play with you on the Oculus with is uh, that Demio game. Mm-hmm. The like, like Dungeons and Dragons one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be the only one that I would be inclined to dust off my Oculus. Actually, my <laughs> my father asked to buy my Oculus off of me this week. <laughs> so I, I'm considering just selling mine outright because mm-hmm. I literally never use it. Zach's like, give me his number. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I'll, I'll beat your price by 50 bucks. Um, Dang. But no, it's... And and I still think the PSVR 2 has the issue of it's wired. It's yeah. only mm-hmm. one wire now, but it's still wired. It's still mm-hmm. a wire. So, yeah. That's a lot of money for a wired headset. You know, that's just... I think that's what it comes down to it. That's a lot of money for a wired headset that's going to pull your actual console off of whatever <laughs> wherever right. it is. But I think that they have, um, you know, it's it's the same issue Oculus is having. It's the same issue Microsoft. Make some games. If there's stuff people want to play, they'll make sure they can play it. But if there's no games there... I mean, shit, when you put on the Oculus, it, it still tells you, hey, Beat Saber. It's like, Doc, that shit's 10 years old. What What do you have next? You know what I mean? It's like, come on. Beat but, Saber 2. Right? They haven't even done that. It's just here's more music packs. Yeah, I mean, basically, the game basically is just music packs at this point. Like, whatever you want is probably out there somewhere. Yeah, it's like weirdly what Rock Band evolved into mm-hmm. in some weird way. But, Dude, what if what if that's what if what if Sony pairs back up with whoever bought Harmonix and is just like yeah we're gonna come out with another rock band that's epic by the way uh, oh really epic, but yeah <laughs> um, but now the uh, honestly VR rock band I could totally see working that'd be I could rad totally see working yeah it would be rad if you could figure out how to get the drums and the guitar to work but like i mean vocals see, drums vocals. drums i think you could just move your hands like hold the controllers and then they look like drumsticks you know what i mean and you could just ta 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 i think that would work and then guitar it's probably the same thing you're holding the controllers but down it looks like guitar hands on the neck you know type thing and you're just pushing the input buttons yeah, it's I just think, like a special controller that goes in your left hand that just kind of sits there that has almost like the Guitar Hero kind of style buttons or something. Kind of like the one they made for the uh, the DS version. Mm, yeah, 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 that? similar to that. Into the bottom of the DS. Yeah, maybe something like that. But 
I, again, these are, I think these are solvable problems, but uh, it would make me a lot more likely to put on my Oculus if I could play Rock Band. I'll tell you that much right now. Harmonica Hero. <laughs> yeah, Harmonica <laughs> Hero. Here we go. Yeah, damn straight. And what was it? Aerosmith Package 1? Aerosmith Package 2? <laughs> no, no. Uh, uh, Blues Traveler. Yeah. Blues Traveler 1, too. Um, Best of Bluegrass Volume 1. Yeah. <laughs> Get some, uh, get some banjo, banjo hero. Man, remember DJ Hero? That game ruled. That game was awesome for like ten minutes. I, I feel bad that it came out when the entire universe decided they were sick of plastic <laughs> instrument games. Like if they would have come out two years earlier, it would have been such a hit. But like everyone universally was just like, I'm not putting one more plastic piece of shit in my house. Like not, no, I'm good. Yeah, the uh, the Daft Punk uh, Queen like mashup was. Mm -hmm. I mean, that yeah. one still lives run free in my head. Yeah, someone yeah, went that... to give me it for free, and they were like, "Oh, here's DJ Hero." What? I was like, "Oh, dude, cool! Like, I'll totally play this." And I opened it up, and it had the little turntable and everything, but the game wasn't fucking in it. So I was just, okay, uh... and I ended up I held onto it for like a month, and they're like, "Yeah, I can't find the disc." So I was like, "Well, this is useless," and I just threw it away <laughs> because I was like, "What am I gonna <laughs> do with this?" That's awful. Uh, well, you know, Harmonix in their last gasp released that Fuser game mm -hmm. on the PC, and that game was super fun. I was I was bummed when they got acquired and that kind of went just went away. I mean, you can still play it, but there's no like additional add-on things to it anymore, and anything bought I don't think is accessible. So you're just kind of stuck with what was in the game to start with. Mm -hmm. But it was fun, man. It was cool. Like I haven't played anything just that cool in a while where you could just literally stick anything to anything and make a song out of it. Cause it would kind of track it all and make, and it was, it was fun. It was really neat. Um, wow. That was a hell of a sidetrack, but, um, <laughs> but circling back. Yeah. I think we get best journey too. I think we get final fantasy 16, Spider-Man two. And then after that, I just hope we get cool stuff. Hopefully we get some things that are coming this year that we know about. Like that's my favorite part of these. Where it's just like, oh, by the way, this happens in like two months. Here we go. So we will see. Uh, you know, another thing we're going to see a new Futurama season. And I don't care that you guys don't want to talk about this. I am so hyped. Like, Futurama, top five show of all time for me. And it ain't number four. Like, I love Futurama. They got the whole cast back, including John DiMaggio as Bender. Uh, in my veins let's go uh july 24th is where it's coming or when it's coming and it's coming to who so uh yeah i i know you guys don't care but i am so hyped hey, i'll probably check it out i do like futurama so mm. I mean, the only other time I saw Futurama was in syndication, right? So it's like I never really like saw anything in order. It was if it was on in the background, I mm -hmm. watched it, and you know there were episodes that were hilarious. I mean, yeah. it just it just wasn't my it just wasn't something I could commit to watching like on a regular basis. So you know, sure. I don't I don't know what they would do with this season because you know every time you talk about the ending, like it's it seemed like it wrapped everything up in like this nice. Type yeah. and you were like okay cool that was a good way to end it um so now that they have this new season coming out it's like what what are they doing like what are they going to do 
It's well, yeah, gonna... especially especially the last episode of the last season where, like, the one where Fry was just stuck perpetually falling and he had to watch himself miss his date with Leela. That was supposed to be the thing <laughs> that got him married to her and all this stuff. And and in the end, they both end up, like, very old but together and walking, like, literally stuck in walking, time. Off into, yeah. walking off into the sunset together. And it was just like, that is great. That's such a good way to end it. So, to your point... I'm, it, do they do the Futurama thing of just as they're walking away, you know, the Planet Express crashes into them, and, you know, like here we go all over again. Yeah, um, Professor walks so, yeah. in. He's like, "Good news, everybody, we're back." Yeah, yeah. yeah Fry wakes up from a dream, and he was like, "Oh, that was weird." Yeah, that would be, or all of a sudden they're in a snow globe, like Saint Elsewhere style or something. Um. There's a dated reference for you. You kids have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, the uh, I don't know. Like, I I that show has had so many moments that you know you know how a bluey episode will just kind of come right out of nowhere and snipe you, and next thing you know, you're trying not to cry in front of your kids. It's one of those type of things. Futurama has some of those too. Where it's funny, you're going along with it, this is a good story, and then it'll just take that left turn and you're just a wreck. I mean, there is a episode I I never will watch again and don't even like talking about called Jurassic Park. Like it just I can't I can't. Like it's it's the worst, you know, but also it's Futurama. Like it's insane to me that that show can get me that hard. But it does. It does, you know? And Like, that one yeah. is my number one, probably saddest one, too. A close second yeah. for me, though, is the when he's, like, going to dig up his brother for the seven-leaf clover. Uh, that one luck, gets luck me of, all the time. Yeah, Luck of the Fryish. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Oh, and the discovery that it was, like, his brother's kid. Yeah, not, and he, it was to honor him, and it's not, like, yeah. he did it to spite him, he did it to honor him because he missed him so much, and it's like, yeah. dude, like, that yeah. fucking sucks. So, uh, it does have the great line from Bender as Fry's going through it, and Leela's like, hey, and he's like, well, alright, grab a shovel, I'm one skull short of a mouse Like, that's, that's always a good one. Bender Rodriguez always brings the heat. So yes, I'm I'm very excited, very excited for uh, uh, Futurama. And I'll tell you what else got announced this week that I'm also very excited for. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, so there was a countdown clock on NetherRealm's uh, site for a while, and when it got to 12, because remember, last Mortal Kombat was 11, when it was supposed to jump 12, it went to 1 on the clock. And that is because they announced Mortal Kombat 1. And if you did not play 11, uh, that game ends with Liu Kang basically becoming God and fully in control of time. And so, by the trailer, it looks like Liu Kang essentially has remade the world. And for some reason, just, like, kept people fighting. And 
you know, the whole thing of, like, you can choose to fight or you can choose not to or whatever, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I loved Mortal Kombat 9, 10, and 11. I think they're fantastic fighting games. The story modes in that game are great, and I don't understand why every fighting franchise hasn't adopted that. It, it seems to set the standard of how a single-player fighting game story should be. Um, I'm I'm hyped that they're basically pushing reset and give us a, a good amount of fighters, a good story. You know, is Raiden a god anymore? I don't know. You know, Liu Kang's god now, and it's like, yeah, you know, what, what's going to... Like, I'm interested in characters uh, now that they're kind of resetting the world. Um... I I love Mortal Kombat. So I'm I'm very excited by this. Do you guys have any thoughts? Yes, I have all the thoughts. Um oh, bring it. So I was like I, I haven't played any of these fighting games in a while, right? So like mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I don't have an idea what's going on here. Like Liu Kang is apparently a god now. Like, you know, I was kind of confused by that, right? So I'm just like, what is happening right now? Um and you know, I you know, you can see like Shao Kahn shows up, uh, or uh, was it Shang Shang Tsung shows up, and then mm-hmm. there's uh, Kung Lao, but I don't know who the other dude is. And then like you know they got Katana and um, her sister, and like you're just like okay, so if they're going back to the first one, like who is gonna be there? Like you know, is it gonna be the original roster with like a couple extra people? Is it, like are they combining? like Mortal Kombat 1 and Mortal Kombat 2's roster? Like, mm. are they bringing it back to basics? Or are they still going to have, like, this huge roster of characters that everybody can play? Um, you know, it looks gory as hell. Um, the graphics look yeah, amazing is. as... I mean, like, uh, people and faces nowadays, like, the artwork that they could do with, like, faces and hair and everything like that, bravo to you guys. Like, mm-hmm. it looks beautiful. Um you know, everything looks... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a little confused on, like, who the enemy is going to be in this one. Like, yeah, um, Shang back, and it's mm-hmm. like, they're kind of painting him as the big bad. But, like, you see him, like, I, I don't know if that's him at the end when uh, Liu Kang's like, well, okay, so you chose to fight, right? So you're basically mm-hmm. choosing to die. And then, like, he rips that dude in half and smashes his skull into yeah. the ground. And you're just like, damn, I th- thought that was... I thought that was like you know the big bad that he just smashed mm. right. So it's like, is is Liu Kang gonna be the bad guy now? Yeah, maybe. You know? I'm excited. I'm excited to find out. Um, and I'm also excited to see what they do around multiplayer. You know, if they still have some sort of tower game, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, just the whole package. I'm in for. Uh, Justin, were you ever a Mortal Kombat guy? Um, I was never, like, really, because I'm just not a huge fighting game person in general, but okay. I, I haven't got to play any of the last ones, but they look cool, and I was kind of excited when I saw on Twitter that supposedly it leaked that Omni-Man and uh, um, Homelander from The Boys are supposedly going yeah. to be characters in the game, and I'm assuming... And so is, and so is Peacemaker. Seriously? Dude, that's... Yeah. Like... So my thing, because Homelander and Omni-Man are similar power sets, so it's like, I don't know if it's just, like, a shadow of, like, you know, there's just, like, different skins for, like, the one character, or if uh-huh. it will just be a unique thing on its own. I want Homelander, though, to, like, completely, like, crush someone's skull and then just pull out a bottle of breast milk and just chug right, it and right. just runs down <laughs> his mouth. Like, that'd be so good. Uh, come on. Like, 
Don't say they're similar. Omni Man would wash Homelander. No, I just mean like, like they're not similar. Him. Like I mean, no contest Omni Man would. Ki- he killed like the Justice League. Like come on. Like yeah, yeah I mean Omni Man no it, doubt in like murder thirty this seconds. Man. By the way, <laughs> you, you know, like it, it took zero time for him for the entire Justice. But I just mean they're both Superman style characters, yeah. like laser eyes, like super strong. Totally, they have totally. similar. Yeah, Omni Man's more god tier than homeland homeland there's just a child who doesn't know his place in the world <laughs> yeah now omni man knows his place your place <laughs> his wife's place. place my dog yeah, his wife's place. <laughs> uh the the entire planet of people he killed so they'd open a gateway to send him home that those people's place he, he's got it all down uh <laughs> I can't wait for Invincible season two. It's gonna be so oh, I good. Can't wait for that. I know that's like the second half. That's like the end of this year, right? Like probably yeah. like third. They've never. Fourth they haven't confirmed a date. They haven't, but I can't wait. It's gonna be so good. Uh, it's gonna be a hell of a year for fighting. Street Fighter Six comes out in a couple weeks, right? And then mm-hmm. you've got Mortal Kombat in the fall. I'm I'm ready for the fighting game renaissance because, I mean, I love Street Fighter Four. And Street Fighter V was, like, goddamn impenetrable, you know? And then I was big into Mortal Kombat 10 and 11. Uh, 11's way better than 10, by the way. Um, and it's just... Then it all just kind of went away. Like, you know, I'm not... I'm sorry, I'm not going to play them herds, you know? And I'm not going to play Guilty Gear impenetrable title that I can never pronounce type thing. You know, like, I'm just not. Even, even though look amazing they're super pretty especially the guilty gears uh i just find them impenetrable and and i'm not a professional fighting game person and it it looks like street fighter 6 learned its lesson from 5 that hey there's way more people that can play these games that aren't professional level fighting game people and that was my problem with it it's like Oh, my skill set just isn't up to par to even play the game, let alone me just dick around in my house because I like fighting games. Uh, that, and I feel like that's what Mortal Kombat got right. You could just play it in the single player mode as a fighting game, feel like you're doing something, feel and have fun doing um, without just getting your teeth kicked in over and over because your skill level isn't that high. Uh so I'm hoping I'm hoping Street Fighter Six learned the lessons. It's like Street Fighter F- was a goddamn banger. Like that that game kicked all the ass with that like watercolor paintbrush style they put over everything. Like that game still rules. By the way, go play Street Fighter Four. <laughs> that game's awesome. Um, but yeah, no, I'm 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 very interested to see what they bring. Uh, you know what? You're not going to be interested to see. Coming September 28th, Shannon. Mm. Disney has shut down the Star Wars Galactic Star Hotel. No. Uh, yeah, and if you have reservations after September 28th, they're like, hey, we can try to accommodate you before then, or here's your money, fuck off, you know, uh, essentially. It's, it's weird. It's like everybody told them this hotel is going to cost you an arm and a leg to keep up and run and keep people living in this fantasy and to give everybody costumes when they're running around in the theater so they're in the in the place so they can pretend to be Jedi or Imperial mm-hmm. people 
It's almost like all those people that said it's going to be too much money. Like we're right. It's weird. And it's almost like I remember being here with you. I think this might have been before Justin. Mm -hmm. When it came out that essentially a night or two day, three night experience was essentially $5,000 for two people uh, that me and you were like doomed. No one's ever going to do this. Uh, and, and hey, me and you without any spreadsheets or actuarial tables, projections sitting in called this shit. So who are the people in that portfolio? No, 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 no. This will totally work. Like, what? No, no, it will not. Like, yeah, there aren't enough people in these United States that have that level of disposable income and also love Star Wars to Because I'll tell you right now, the people that have $5,000 for two nights on a hotel room don't want to be accosted by fucking cast members and be like, hey, here's your robe. No, it's going to be like, here's my mink robe as I stay in the four seasons and get catered on hand and foot. Like, no one's, you know. Come on, what are we talking about here? Wait a minute, I'm going to stay in this hotel that smells like day-old Cheetos and feet and sweat when I can go to this other place and get a massage and sit in mm-hmm. the hot tub. <laughs> well, it's like they showed the rooms, too, and it looks like some, like, Swedish mental institution. Like, the beds don't even look comfortable. It's like, dude, you're in, like, a fucking psych ward over here at Star Wars land. And I'm like, yeah, not- you don't even have windows that go outside. You have screens that go over the windows to project, like, what they want you to see. <laughs> And also, they weren't big. Mm-mm. It's like, dude, if I'm paying $2,500 a night, I want a suite. I don't want a hotel room. Like, dog, the Motel 6 can give me the same size room for 70 bucks. <laughs> I can you know? rent out like, the entire Hotel 6 for the price that uh, you're asking yeah, me. For. Exactly. You're like, what do you mean my bed isn't shaped like the Millennium Falcon? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a race car bed. Um, <laughs> I sleep in a big bed with my wife. <laughs> Can I borrow a feeling? Um, <laughs> I love that episode. Yeah, so yeah. good. Um, but yeah, it it almost just reeks of someone very high up's passion project that they're like, no, where I'm just going to push this through. This will work. And damn everyone telling me it won't until finally enough data stacked up for that person's boss to like shut that shit down what are you doing i'm just wondering what co- what costs so much money right like they're shutting it down because it's too expensive to keep up right like i'm pretty sure you could cut your losses and instead of giving it like an immersive experience just make it like a themed hotel for your park and you could still recoup some of that money so the issue, the issue, I'll tell you the issue. There were a hundred rooms. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not a thousand, a hundred. That's the issue. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you cut the price down, no, no, you're not running a large scale hotel or a hotel standard, even though they may not be the Ritz Carlton for what 25 or 250,000 a day if it's booked out like no no just employee costs alone you're not doing that so 
I think that's the issue. And I'm sure someone's like, hey, bulldoze that shit <laughs> and build another little fucking trinket selling park there and make double the cost for half the employees. And and you know what? They're right. <laughs> so, <laughs> it'd be uh, funny. There's some poor like Twi'lek sitting there, like all done up in costume and makeup, just being like nobody's there. Why yeah. is nobody coming? <laughs> oh, I mean, apparently they they've have bookings like that. Like people going there, not wasn't necessarily the problem, but they. I don't think the sellouts were really happening, and it it essentially had to run at max capacity every single day. And I just don't think that happened. Um, but on the, on the plus side as a, you know, even though Disney this year had said they're cutting 7,000 jobs and restructuring and all, um, they did say every cast member there has been, reassigned to other places in the park so it, it isn't like every single person there is losing their job I'm sure some people will just leave they don't want to you know work in the actual park you know or whatever <laughs> but I thought that was actually pretty cool of them that they found positions for every single person there okay Justin so. I have a quick question for you yeah you're, work you're working at this place and uh you're, I don't know, an Ewok or something, and you're enjoying your life. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like, they shut the place down. You're like, you get you get noticed that they're going to shut you down, but they're going to relocate you to the park. Like, you're going to get a job. It's going to be in the park proper. What is the worst place that you would want to be stationed? Like, that you could possibly be stationed? So, having been to Disneyland, if you, like, I fucking hate, like, the big downtown Disney gift shop, I hate it there. It is always packed. Like, no one knows how to walk in one line this way, one line this way. There's strollers out the fucking ass. Like, if someone hits me in the leg <laughs> with a stroller one more time because they're too busy looking at the Minnie Mouse dress while they're pushing their fucking three-seater with their kids in it, I would lose it. And it's like, I could not imagine being an employee there and having to, like, clean up people, not putting shit back on the rack right and just dealing with the screaming kids all day and the lines, like out the wazoo and all zonked into the aisle and stuff like no i i would be this like i'd sooner put on the goofy outfit and be doing cartwheels out front i, I would not <laughs> want to be stuck in one of the gift shops all day like that okay you got your answer yeah. that's all i needed i i to piggyback off that not that you asked me i would i would say the uh mouse ear stitching shop would suck like the amount of like I'm going to buy this overpriced hat with mouse ears on it. Get yelled at that they don't that I don't have the big enough finding Nemo one for this <laughs> for this man child, you know, and and then have to stitch some asinine like sorry if your kid has how many Aidens do you think get stitched today? <laughs> you know, like come on. They have a like, board back there where they're keeping yeah. track. <laughs> It's just so, like, uh Now, my favorite place to work would probably be Pooh's Corner. Because let me tell you, dude, the Pop-Tarts at Pooh's Corner, dude, when the overlords <laughs> aren't watching, you bet I'd be sucking the crumbs off that tray, man. Those lemon Pop-Tarts are delicious. <laughs> All right, best, best food in, the Disney, uh, in Disneyland, Justin. What you got? Uh, the best food. There's this one... Um, it's like a it's like a little cart kind of off to the side and 
Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what it's called. Like it's like something yeah. I got like a poison apple icy thing from it the one time that was really good. But there's uh they have like bread and like the bread like kind of croissant kind of style stuff. Mm-hmm. Dude, that shit is so good. Like I I'm a sucker for some good like buttery like salty bread and stuff. And the bread there is always. All right, the best food I found in the park is right off Main Street, mm-hmm. right before you get to the big round area in front of uh, Cinderella. There's a cart off to your right, and that's where I thought you were going, and I was virtually high five. Uh, um, and they sell corn dogs. Oh, now, I am the, not. I am not a corn dog person. They're the best goddamn thing I've ever had. Like they're so good. I have no idea what the hell they put in the batter. It must be crystal meth. I don't know. <laughs> like I, I was instantly like my wife took me to Disneyland for the first time in like twenty years or something. And uh, right when we first got together, and she was like, "You have to have a corn dog." And I'm like, ah, "I don't, you know, I don't really mess with corn dogs too much." She's like, "No, just trust me. Just have one." I had, I think, four more corn dogs over the course of our trip there. It was ridiculous. So I do know the cart you're talking about. Is it the one? Because there's one right near the Lego store in downtown Disney that we've gone to. And mm-hmm. uh, me and Megan have gotten it before. And she loves the uh, one where it's like a corn dog, but it's inside of a pickle. It's like uh, yeah, pickle. Yeah, yeah. It's a pickle corn dog thing. And that's like surprisingly really good. Mm-hmm. Now, this one, this one's actually in the park. Okay. Though. Like, and it's just corn dogs, no pickles. But I know what you're talking about, too. But, yeah, they're they're slightly different, but there's something... It, dude, it, get, next time you're there, get uh, a corn dog. Last time life when I was there, too, I did have... I do love a really good bread bowl, and I had mm-hmm. a... Where it was a sourdough bread bowl, and it had this, like, beef stew in it. And it was, dude, oh. like, the beef stew was so good, and then once that was gone, dude, the sourdough bread soaked up all that juice, and it was, dude, I... Scar, like once this the stew was gone, you bet your ass I just crushed that bread bowl into like a patty sized <laughs> thing, like a flatbread, and just ate it like that, and it was so good. Nice. When's when's the last time you were at Disneyland, Shane? Mm, it had to have been ooh, about eleven years ago. Okay, so it's been a while. Mm-hmm. It's been a minute. Give you a heads up. There's a Starbucks now on Main Street, mm-hmm. and it's huge. Because if you're there first thing in the morning, the line's like, it's like, wait, fucking bread, right? It's stupid. Go while they're doing a parade. Mm-hmm. I took a photo because I walked in and I was literally the only. <laughs> it, it was like 3.30 in the afternoon because a parade was happening. Oh, I walked right up, got my order, walked right out. It was like I was in there for literally a minute and a half. It was great. It was like the best experience ever. So, yeah. When they're doing a parade, that's when you go get a coffee. Trust me. It was no, dude. A, a Disney hack. Follow me for more tips and tricks. <laughs> like and subscribe. Um, but yes, I guess that's enough Disney talk. But uh, now I want to go to Disneyland. Damn. We should yeah. do that. We should all do that. Yeah, meet you I'm guys there. Together. It's halfway yeah. between both of us, so it works out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were talking about doing it around Thanksgiving time, potentially. So, uh, yeah, Shannon, if you want to, make, yeah. if you want to come with us, let's go. Um, let's do this. Uh, yeah. So, is it time to go visit the trailer? Paul, I'm I'm so scared, Paul. I'm in the trailer. 
there's some weird animatronic things chasing me around. I don't, I don't know what to do, Bob. I'm scared. Is this, is this trailer trash or is this trailer gold? I don't, I don't know. I'm just, I'm afraid. I'm in a porta potty. Come and get me, please, Bob. Please. The, the sub pump ain't working. Um, Shitter's full, Paul. <laughs> That's the best part about Christmas vacation. Shitter's full. Um, so I think we got a little trash and a little gold this week. Right? Yeah. I guess we'll deal with the trash first. Uh, sorry, Jordan. Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> that looks... That looks dumb, dude. Like, I mean, it looks like something that would scare the hell out of my kid, but I think that's about all it would scare the hell out of. But that's what it is, right? It's like an indoctrination to, like, the horror movie genre, right? It's like Mm -hmm. my first horror movie or my first scary movie. For sure, yeah. And I'm actually curious when it comes out, what age it's for, really. Like, is this for teenagers? Or are they going to go, like, full bore with it? I mean, I feel like it has to be PG-13. Because, I mean, if you want to capitalize off the Five Nights at Freddy's crowd, this kind of what you have to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, like, by the time that movie comes out, a lot of the people that played Five Nights at Freddy's that were younger will be old enough to appreciate the movie. <laughs> you know? But, I kind of feel that's what it is. But, like, looking at the trailer, like, I feel like it looks really faithful to the games. Like, it, the characters look like they do in the games, and it has little cameras. It has the dude from Hunger Games in it. Uh, mm. You know, it's Blumhouse producing it. So, I don't know. I kind of, I don't expect it to be... I don't know how you could make that, like, super scary, you know, without really dredging into R or, like, losing that PG-13 kind of feel. Like, I'm assuming it's going to be a lot of jump scares in the movie. But, you know, I think it looks like a faith, pretty faithful video game. Like, 90-minute runtime on that bad boy. Just go in. Yeah, for sure. See, it's funny. You say Blumhouse and... And it's like, I don't know if that's a positive or a negative, <laughs> necessarily. Like, because Blumhouse has some bangers, don't get me wrong. But they got some misses, also. They do. I feel so... like... Ugh, I feel like a lot of, like, what they've put out lately, though, has been more hit than, like, I really like the Black Phone. Yeah. Um, Invisible Man, I was not expecting that to be that good, and it really was. So I feel like they've kind of turned a new leaf. Like, we've gotten out of, like, the fifth annabelle movie like you know we've kind of gotten through the shitty like middle paranormal activity movies and insidious movies and stuff and have kind of they're pushing out new ip trying new things seeing what sticks without just slamming Mm -hmm. in sequel Mm -hmm. after sequel trying to capitalize off of it so but it's um i mean they've got the look down it very much has that five nights of freddy's look like they they nailed Monty and all those guys, you know, like it, it looks good. Um, but is it, I mean, the game is basically, Hey, you're trapped in an old Chuck E. Cheese, you know, like that's the game. And these things are trying to kill you. I mean, I'm, I'm curious if they try to apply more of a story to that, or if it's just one of those, like some dumb kids wandered into an old Chuck E. Cheese and oh crap. I mean, which is fine. If that's all it is, that's fine. It's not like I'm asking 
fucking Citizen Kane here. You know, it's just... I'm curious. I, I'm, I think that's it. I'm, the trailer made me more curious about what that movie's going to be than actually wanting to see it. So... I mean, from what it looks like, it looks like there's more story. Like, it's going to be some, like, mm. Jigsaw dude. Like, his son died, and his name was Freddy, <laughs> so he created this park for him. And, and I mean, the the game that uh, Jordan sent my way so my son could play it, the, the last one was a Security Breach. Yeah. Planet. Yeah, Security Breach. Uh, there are some genuinely super creepy... Like, there's two characters, son and... In that movie... That are like unsettlingly, unsettlingly creepy, and and I'm curious if that will come across because it almost in a movie setting it almost feels like that would be too mature for the audience I think they're going for. So, like I said, I'm curious. I'm curious. Now, can we go to the trailer gold, which is yes, this, please. which is this movie I had literally never heard of. Until the trailer got dropped on the Discord. And I am two feet into the creator. Like, shit. Like, what is this? This is like the most amazing trailer I've seen in years. Like, goddamn. <laughs> you know, first off, first off, I love that it's new IP. I, you know, it's it's not a fucking comic book movie. Even though I love those, it's not, you know, a, a, a remake of an old movie. It looks so fresh and so good. It, it's directed by the guy that directed Rogue One, which I actually really enjoyed. Um, I can't. I don't really know what's going on in the trailer other than they find this kid who says he's not human, who... I'm guessing is the creator or something like it has that kind of like protect the boy at all costs thing going. There's robots. There's people with crazy, like cybernetics attached to them. There's missiles and shit blowing up all over. Like, yes, yes. Give me all of it. I, yeah, I, I, it. Yeah. It strikes me. So basically it's a movie that's going to prey on a lot of people's fears right now. Right. Cause like, it's about AI, and it's about AI becoming sentient, and the the AI that was supposed to protect us from threats, he drops a nuke on LA and starts a war with humanity, and then the uh, the little kid that is in the in the the vault, like you know they they have you have your you know your protagonist who is, is a self proclaimed not a good guy, um, is going to be sent in to take out the head of. I like structure this kid is in it and so like the he's like I can't you know we don't know what the ramifications are he he basically doesn't kill the kid he tries to protect the kid and like all hell breaks loose like you know the colonel is like if you don't kill him like we're dead like we're we're facing extinction um so it seems pretty crazy because like you know everybody's always worried about AI taking over the world anyway like everybody thinks Skynet's gonna happen too um, so, you know, that, that's the, the, the crux of what I'm getting from it. But like, have you ever had a preview start with like an Aerosmith, like, like that Aerosmith song and it not be a banger? <laughs> like, I'm, I mean, like, are there's like, that's what I had to talk about in this trailer part, trailer trash segment is like, 
hear a certain song in a trailer, you automatically know, okay, this song, this this one has potential. Like, this movie is, is probably going to be good. Or, like, this movie is going to be garbage. Like, do you have, like, m- songs that you hear in trailers where you're just like, no, like, right off the bat? Uh, it's going to be garbage if there is a slow, moody remake of an old 90s song. <laughs> that it's instantly garbage. Instantly, every time. Breathy. It's got to be breathy, too, right? Yeah, I Like, the person's got to have, like, asthma when they're singing. I have not seen it work out once. Where I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that, that totally played well in this. At least, you know, the Batman used the actual Nirvana song, something in the way. It wasn't, like, some sad bastard country remake of it or something. But, yeah, I don't know. I would love to hear that. Some twangy-ass banjo and guitar, slide guitar. Yeah. Something in the way <laughs> oh I, I guarantee you it exists somewhere and it's gonna be fucking oh for sure it's gonna be uh, on the next Blumhouse fucking insidious <laughs> Oof. Man. anyway but Justin yeah. what, what, what did you what did you think of the creator what did you think when you saw it Dude, I mean I thought it looked really cool it has this like ex machina kind of cyberpunk mm-hmm. dystopian world kind of going for it visually it looks stunning like yeah. it's one of those ones where you probably want to go see this in IMAX, is what it looks like. It does not look yeah. like a wait for it to come out digitally. It looks like you want to see it on a big screen with a nice surround sound, is what it looks like. Um, oh, yeah, I want the, the THX, you're deaf now, Yeah, you know, speaker system behind this one. Yeah, you're trying to eat your popcorn, but your sternum's vibrating too hard when the <laughs> missiles hit that you're missing exactly. your mouth. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> it it does reek of like District Nine. Like it mm-hmm. kind of gives me that District it's Nine vibe. Thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, there was a movie District Nine. God yeah, damn. District Nine's one of those ones that like nobody talks about, but then when it gets brought up, everyone's like, "Oh fuck yeah, I love District Nine, man! That's <laughs> such a good movie." Man, remember when like that guy? Uh, forget the director's name, but he was supposed to make the Halo movie, and I was so on mm. board with that, like. He was he was attached to that pro- well while it was still a project for like five straight years, and I'm like, yes, whatever script they give him, it's gonna fucking rule. Like, let's let's go. And then, you know, we got the Halo TV show instead. <sighs> yeah, he dropped out into Chappie, and then we got. Some By the way, Halo thing. good movie, Chappie. Also, good movie. Mm-hmm. Just throwing it mm-hmm. out there. Um, no, they're all great. Love them all. Wasn't, wasn't Hugh Jackman in that? Yeah, he messed up by Tappy. He needed that adamantium skeleton in that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's such a good movie. Yeah. I'm, I should. I, you think it's too adult for the kids? Yes. Yeah. I can see Jonathan. Yeah, really Chappie Chap, Chap, murders some people. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> that that might, yeah, be one, might be one I have to uh, rewatch first before I make that decision. Because I'm remembering the high points in that movie that that I'm not. Yeah, and also the people that like are his friends like commit robberies and like burglaries and kill people. I mean the robberies and uh, Wonder Woman kills like five people in the beginning of Wonder Woman eighty four. Like, come on. (laughs) I know, but you know, like these people, like these people, get Chappie so that he can basically murder people while they're robbing stuff. (laughs) Yeah, but Shannon, you could turn on the six o'clock news and see people robbing people. Like, it's not—that's an everyday occurrence. 
welcome back everyone uh thank you for surviving the the gunfire that justin just inserted let's talk <laughs> about what we've been playing um i'm actually really excited for this. all three of us have been playing different things and i think we all got bangers to talk mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. so uh i downloaded a little game called humanity yes um, yeah and it's uh it's up on PlayStation Plus if you've got that level. Uh I do, so I downloaded the hell out of that. And that game it gets its hooks into you in a way like I wasn't ready for. <laughs> and it it Justin's right. It's essentially lemmings. You know, humans flood out of the openings and you're a little dog and you can set markers. You set, you know, jump points. You can jump long. You can jump short. Um, high jumps and and all that can play. There's multiple gold dudes in every level that are supposed. To be. These are the all human hunter. And and it's funny because like the overacting god person is just like we don't know why, but it's important to him. Um, so those are like the bonuses in every level, is to figure out how to get those guys through. Also with everyone else. Um, and yeah, you're, you're the whole point is there's a shiny door where everyone pours out of, and there's a big square at the end where you got to get everyone to land on. And then you beat the level and try to get the gold dudes also. Um, it's incredibly simple until it's not mm-hmm. like all of a sudden those puzzles get, it, it ramps up quick. Cause like you get through the, and you get through all the, the initial, like, hey, here's all the moves, right? And you're immediately going thrown into, and here's the trial. Trials? What the, it's funny, because your character... Trials? What? what? Huh? Um, which, by the way, you've been turned into a dog, which I think is hilarious. You're like this bright white dog. Um, and during the trials, you get more powers, you get more abilities, and they're harder levels. And by the time you get, like, I'm talking the first set of trial. By the time you get to, I think, the sixth one, seventh, I think there's eight total, if I'm remembering, right? But you get to, like, near the end of... I had to do it two or three times before I got... Like, it was one of those, like, shit, this is actually kind of hard. Um, but it has the thing that all great puzzle games have when you solve it, you feel like a goddamn genius. Like, and, and I can't, that's not, that can't be understated in puzzle games. It really can't. Like when you make your player feel like the smartest person on earth for solving a puzzle, it's a great game. Like hands down every time. Like it, you walk away with such a good feeling playing that game. And and I'll admit, it's just a great vibe. Like, the music's great. The the aesthetic is really nice. They go out of their way to tell you right at the... Like, hella people are going to fall and die, dude. Don't worry. It's fine. <laughs> like, it's totally fine. Like, they, it's like, as long as you complete the level, all those people that fell off still get to go to the light. It's good. Don't even worry about it. And, <laughs> and so I think that... I thought that was a... You'll have someone... You'll have everything set, and then you forget to, like, put the last jump in, and it's just this flood of, like, 10,000 people just falling to their deaths while you're like, oh, shit, like, I gotta... Um, yeah, and so, 
I I'm very much looking forward to playing more of it. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun and it's really good and it's a great relaxation game. Even though even though you've got to get to the point where you need to move fast, you need to figure out how to get to where you need to go. There's a great mechanic though where you triangle. It pauses the game. You can zoom around the map. You can plot it out where you need to put stuff. You hit triangle again. It restarts everything. So you can take away a lot of the stress by, by, you know, not, not choosing to stay in the shit. You can actually take back, take a step back, breathe a little, figure it out and, and go on. And which is incredibly useful, but, uh, yeah, I'm super excited to, to get back in humanity. It's, it's a banger, man. It's really good. It's good. And I'm, I'm, it has a, a, a kind of a cool story. Interested to see how that progresses as I move through it. But uh, yeah, that's mainly what I've been playing. So, a human, well, I'll put it this way. I bought Case of the Golden Idol, fully expecting to play the hell out of it this week, and I played Humanity instead. <laughs> and, and every night, I'm like crawling into bed because I've been playing Humanity way too long and going like, ah, oh, damn it, it's Star Case of the Golden Idol. <laughs> Nope. Next day, fire up humanity. Here we go. Kind of like how Justin's been doing with, uh, but it's uh, it's a puzzle game instead. So speaking of Tears of the Kingdom, Justin, how uh, how much further along are? So right now, I've done the first. I did the Wind Temple. I don't remember if I did that last time or not. So I did the first because dungeons are back or whatever, and so I did the what's effectively the Wind Dungeon. And it was really cool. It was a bitch to get up, like, because it's way up in the sky. It's basically a giant boat in the sky that you have to get to. And you have to take all these other little boats. And it's almost in, like, the middle eye of, like, a tornado. And there's all these other boats floating around it that you have to kind of work your way up to get above the eye to then, like, dive in to get to the ship. And it's really good. I've done about 60-something shrines. Uh, There is a... I want to say 150 shrines in this game. There's also a thousand Korok seeds, uh, but there's only 800 Koroks. And yeah, there's only 800 because a hundred of them give you two Korok seeds because it's you getting the little pudgy one to his friend or whatever, which (laughs) getting the fat Korok over to his friend starts out as an easy task. It's like, oh, he's just down the road. Let me just pick him up with the little hand and I'll just carry him down the road, plop his ass next to the tent. Boom, he's there. And it goes from that to you see him on the ground and he's like, my friends, way the fuck up there, like three miles up this mountain. And I'm like, dude, how the hell am I going to get you up this mountain? Like, it's a vertical mountain. So then I like strap three rockets to that bad boy and I'm like, sayonara, and just launch him fucking up the mountain. And then I climb up the mountain. And then, of course, he goes straight up falls all the way back down so then i climb up the mountain though rewind time and he goes flying back up and i grab him like mid-air and then bring him over so that's how i had to get him up the mountain was just launch him really high he falls to like his death and then i rewind time to bring him back to where i'm at so i can grab him mid-air while he's still floating there so there's like some pretty clever solutions to like solving stuff like that and that's how i've done a lot of shrines too like there's multiple solutions like 
They there's of course the guided one that they want you to do, but there's been times where I just like abided this fuck all that we're doing this my way, and what playing with Megan, because she started her own game, has been a lot of fun too, and like helping her, and seeing kind of how she solves some of them and stuff and then like i'll see what she's doing and then after she's done i'm like so you did it that way i'm like but here's how i did it so there's this like one dungeon where it's lava and if you take water and dump it in the lava it creates this little uh floating like charcoal whatever platform that you can use and you can ride that and it's like okay cool you can do this well she did it the way where oh you create the platform and then let it run down the river, and then jump on it, rewind time, and then now it takes you upstream to get to the end. I'm like, that's cool. The way I did it, though, was I created a bunch of them, like, create it, pulled it out of the lava, and then built a fucking bridge of it, and then I didn't have to ride in the river at all, and I just made it long, slapped seven of those bad boys together, and made a bridge <laughs> to just walk across the river. So... It's cool that there's, like, multiple solutions to multiple problems. Like, there's no right or wrong way to do it. It's just kind of your only limitations, your creativity, and how you choose to kind of approach the problem. But it's been it's been a lot of fun. I've unlocked all the maps. I've unlocked all the great fairy fountains. I, I've barely gone underground. Underground is terrifying, where it's dark. There's these hands called gloom hands that, dude, they, if they grab you, you're basically dead. Uh, you need to not... I've run into them a couple times, and I just teleport the fuck out of there as soon as I say, I'm like, nope, like, I'm not fucking with that. Like, they are hard to kill. They take a lot of hits, and they, like, grab at you and stuff, and it's like, no, dude, I don't want to mess with that. Not today, Satan. So, um... I watched Megan get grabbed by one, and they, like, shook her to death, and I was like, yeah, nope, I don't want any part of that. But it's crazy because she's a lot, I feel like I'm a lot further than her in the game. Yet at the same time, while we're playing, she's like, oh, dude, have you been here? No. She's been to all these towns and done all this shit that I've never even seen. And so it's crazy that it's like she went in a completely different direction. I've unlocked all the maps and did whatever, but she's actually walking around on the ground doing stuff. And she's like, have you talked to this guy? Have you done this side quest? Have you been to Terrytown? And I'm like, none of this is familiar to me. Like, this is all new. Like, I I have not touched this. So it's cool that it's not, like, boring to watch her play because we've just gone in such completely different directions with it that it's all fresh and new to me. That sounds very much like the conversations people were having with Elden Ring. Yeah, it is a lot of those, yeah. like, where me and Matt were playing Elden Ring together. Not actually together, but we're just playing it at the same time. And he's like, oh, dude, I'm off over here doing this. I'm like, dude, I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about because I'm over here doing this. He's like, oh, dude, have you seen this thing yet? And I'm like, no, that sounds terrifying. He's like, yeah, dude, you don't want to run into this thing. And so we're both just like <laughs> in completely different areas kind of sharing information. So it's really cool. I love having experiences like that where there's just so much to discover. And it's like at any given point, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go do some side quests. And then I get bored doing I'm like, okay, I want to go bang out some shrines to get more health. And I'm like, now, you know, I think I'm going to go farm for some materials. So there's, like, never, like, a dull moment of, oh, like, I've done this for so long. I can just stop doing what this and go move on to something else if I want to go switch it up. Or, oh, dude, I'm going to go explore the sky area. Or now I'm done with the sky area. I'm going to go underground. So it's cool that there's just, like, a lot of different options for you to explore and do. And I feel like a lot of people on Discord have been having fun with it. I've been having fun with it. It's one of those where... I desperately want to play humanity 
and mm-hmm. I really want to play the game Shannon's been playing, but it's like, dude, like I just I don't foresee me putting Hyrule down until I've beaten it. So I'm just gonna So so Shannon, I've gotta ask you a question because the Discord conversation has been weakening my resolve on this one. <laughs> like it's 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 really the people I didn't like Breath of the Wild, but this game is pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. That's that's what's gotten me closer to actually trying the, than than Justin's glowing reviews because I expected that. <laughs> you know, I expected I expected him to uh, be a wash in the tears, if you will. But uh, how how about you? Are you feeling any? Giving this one a look. I will tell you, when people talk about enjoying this game, like, there is a little bit of FOMO. Like, I'm like, okay, like, I do want to experience the joy that these people are experiencing, right? But mm-hmm. at the same time, I played the first one. I beat the first one. Um, and, I mean... While I remember, you know, having some, having there be some good moments in that game, um, I also do remember, like, you know, the growing frustrations with, you know, weapons breaking um, and stamina and, mm-hmm. you know, the, the things that made it grueling that I've mentioned numerous times. Um, now, it seems that they've done some things to make that less painful, but it still seems like that's still there. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Korok seeds, I'm never going to go around and collect all 1,000 of them. Like, I'm just going to play this game until I beat it, and then I'm going to put it away, and I'm never going to play it again. Um, but I think for now, like, the the crafting portion of it that people are enjoying, mm-hmm. um, you know, making the wagons and making the shield that, turn, that you know, putting a cart on the shield, so now it's a skateboard, <laughs> or, you know, building statues with penises and then shooting them and watch them explode and stuff like that. The stuff that you see on, like, Twitter, right? Like, mm-hmm. people are having a blast with it. That's great. But, like, to me, like, that, like, if I sit there and I spend an hour making a statue with a penis that I'm going to shoot that's going to blow up, like, I feel I've wasted time. Like, you know, that. To, but that's just me, right? Like, I, d- I don't find joy in, like, crafting to that level or, like, building things to that level. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to build the thing to get me to the to move the story along or to get me to the next part of the mission um and you know i i just don't think the game is is for me um you know maybe there will be a time when it's when i have the time and it's cheaper that i'll get into it and see what this sequel is about but i think the only reason i actually stuck with breath of the wild the first time was because there was no other games to play for the switch sure you know so I don't know if I, you know, now that there's more of a robust catalog, I don't know if it would hold my attention as long as it did before. Fair. Fair. Yeah, that's a but, fair assessment. I don't know, man. Like, I think you're right. I think it's the FOMO. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the other thing, the other game that is getting me the FOMO is Shannon. Why don't you tell me what you've been playing? I've been playing Lego 2K Drive, and uh, let me tell you, dude, that game is so fun. It is so good. Okay, so you know how in Forza, like, the map is gigantic, and there's Mm -hmm. just barf all over the place? 
So in this one, there's barf, but they've broken each section out into like its own separate land, right? So each area has its own objectives and races and side quests that you could do. Um, but you only essentially have to beat the you only have to do the races that um are have rivalries so like only the only the guys that that pop up on your screen as rivals do you have to beat to move on to the next location which is great because i'll do the races and i'll move us to the next place and then my son will be like i want to play now and then i'll give him the controller and he just drives all over the place because it's open world right they're like you don't have to race anything you don't have to do whatever and like you just basically he he drives by everything and it does that typical like Lego thing where like if there's a secret or like there's a side mission like you get the little whistle, like you know the little, it's like mm -hmm. so you know that something's close. So he drives by and like pops all those up and then I basically you know go around and and do those when he's not around. But there's no uh, like if it's if it's a building if it's an actual like store or like city version you can't destroy it. But anything else, like, in the world, like, cars, people, like, anything like that, like, you can run them over. Like, you can blast them into outer space. You can, like, crush them. Like, I mean, everything is just falling apart around you. Like, you're breaking bricks left and right. It's fun. You know, it's easy for, for a kid to, to get into and enjoy. I think the races are a little challenging um, for kids. Yeah. Um, like, it, and you know, I was telling Justin beforehand, like, I was kind of more expecting something more of like a Mario Kart, like when you get into the races, but it's more of like a for like it's more Forza, like essentially. And oh, I think maybe that's where kind of I've been, um, you know, to find a comparison because like, you know, I'm, I'm so stuck in Mario Kart kind of ways. Cause I'm thinking, you know, it's going to be a kid's game. Like, mm -hmm. you know, it's more, it's more going to be geared towards like that Mario Kart, uh, environment but it's not it's like a my first forza um and the races are challenging the rivals are hard um the power-ups are legit like um you have you know the ghost uh power up which turns you invisible and then you can like run through objects so you could be like you know faster and speedier um there's one that's uh it's basically got like three like lines like a red green and blue line that like come out like in swooshes behind your car okay. and basically when you uh, when you turn that on it like these two huge like gumball launchers come out of like the side of your car and just start spraying like everybody around you and like just like obliterating everybody in front of you sure. and it lasts pretty for a pretty long time so it gives you uh you know the power-ups last for a pretty good uh, amount of time um the graphics are um are great i mean it's a lego game so i'm not really you're not going to be expecting like state-of-the-art graphics as far as um water physics and things like that um a couple of things that i do think are annoying are um in the beginning of each race they have uh kind of like some witty banter between two of the you know the sports commentators that are supposed to be commentating on your your race Mm -hmm. And the, the dialogue goes so long in some of them that, like, they've only given you, like, three kind of, like, panoramic snapshots of the of the map that you're going to be racing. And sometimes you cycle through them, like, three times, like, before the dialogue is done, mm -hmm. like, before the commentators are done. So, you know, it would have been cool if they took some additional screenshots and kind of, you know, maybe placed 
like you know done, did what they did in like earlier Mario Kart games where like they sample the track basically you just stay on the track and you just kind of load it so you can kind of see some of the nuances of it um there um there has been some like weird like they just didn't finish some of the um some of the animations on some of the uh, aerial things okay. uh, it's like there's one place where like you go to um big butte which is basically just big butt with an e on the end of it um but you go to big butte and like there's an alien ship in the middle and like there's a race that you have to do um with one of the aliens and um like when they do like when they show the ufos flying around like when they're doing the overlap of the race like they're moving fine they're just like you know they're flying around it's seamless but then when it shows like when it pans out and it shows like some of the spaceships leaving it's like blop 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 blop. (laughs) like like it's in like an old like like game right and you're just like wow that they could that could have been a lot better um but the load times are short um you know the graphics are great um it's really cool when you when you're driving basically if you're driving on asphalt you're one car when you mm-hmm. drive on dirt, it automatically shifts to another one, and when you're driving on water, it automatically shifts into another one. So you don't have to hit. The I was buttons. gonna, I was gonna ask you about that. Is that a, is that cool in in practice? Because like it looks really neat, but uh, you know when you're playing, is that like a? Yeah. So when you're playing, it like when you're when you're driving around, sometimes it's kind of annoying, right? Because like there are hidden in the open world, you have like collectibles and you have cash mm-hmm. and you have uh, other objectives, right? So uh, and all three of your vehicles have their own separate um, attributes. So when you start out, they kind of give you like a middle of the road kind of car for each thing. And then as you progress and you start beating rivals, you get their cars mm-hmm. um, and that, um, you know, then you have to go into your loadout and change which cars uh, you want. Um, it can be annoying when you're trying to collect things and then you're driving on the road and you take a turn too fast, you end up on dirt and it shifts. And then like uh, now your car's slower and heavier and fatter and, um, or vice versa. Like, you know, there are some missions where, um, you know, they, it's all comedy. They have like, Oh, the AI robots are running amok in like the country Western town. And you have to save the people in the country Western town by like basically driving your car out there, parking, and then letting them jump on and then driving to a designated area and then, you know, rinse and repeat mm-hmm. until time runs out. Um, but the robots, like, they swarm so fast um, that, you know, basically if you're driving, like, your fast car, um, you're going to get, like, torn up because, like, your your fast car has really low health. Gotcha. Off-road car, of course, is going to have higher health. So it's like you have to come up with a strategy to where you're only driving on dirt so like when the robots kind of swarm you beat up as much um so there's some strategy involved there um but all in all like it's a great game like we played it for i mean we we got it on friday we played it for like a couple hours and then my son was like so we can play that lego game again tomorrow and i was like yeah sure and then we played it for like two hours in the morning on saturday and then he was like can we play that game again tonight and i was like no I was like You've used your screen time. Like, well, we could do it the next day. And then, like, he woke me up at 7.30 today. And he's like, let's play that Lego movie. <laughs> play the Lego game. And I'm like, oh, this is how I know that, like, you know, this is a good game. Because, like, usually yeah. he'll play it for, like, an hour. And then he's, like, done, right? But, like, the sound effects for the car motors are great. Um, there's a, a builder in there. So, like, if you don't like the cars, you can build, 
your own car. Um, when you go into the garage, um, you can uh, it'll give you instructions on how to build those cars if you have Legos at home and you just want to have like like to play in your house with. That's cool. That's cool. So smart. like gives you all the instructions for those. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I've unlocked one, two, three, four locations so far. I don't know how many there are. Um, but each, it seems to me like you're going to revisit those areas quite frequently. Like each race has like three little bars next to it and every, and you know, there's a, B and C licenses. So I'm assuming like, it's going to be, you know, you race it on C, you race it on B, then you race it on a, um, so, you know, it's, it's fun. It's a great time. It's a good game. I think a lot of people are going to enjoy it. Nice. Very cool. Um, do we have spoilers to talk about? I hear some sirens. The great Dom Toretto. We have a new Avengers movie to talk about. Yeah. These sirens, they're meant for family. And now, nothing more important than family. So, Corona and family. So, speaking of racing, I went and saw Fast X this weekend. And How much racing is in that movie? Uh, th- well, there is an actual race, like in. So there is one part where they're actually in Rio, and it's almost like a scene out of Forza, where everyone's standing <laughs> around, like dancing and drinking. The cars are pulling up. It looks legitimately like it was just taken out it's, of Horizons. It's, it's the Forza Festival. Yeah, it was the Forza Fest. Yeah, everyone's going crazy. Um, Dude, Jason Momoa in that movie is a treat. He is probably <laughs> the best villain out of any of the Fast and Furious movies, and I can't tell you how excited I am that they picked him to be like, you know, the final villain or whatever as like mm-hmm. this three part whatever. Because you can tell watching it, he is having a fucking blast on nice. screen. Like he is crazy. He is hilarious. He's just like doing a like I don't know. How spoilery you care, I get with it. Um, I mean, well, I'll, I'll probably end up watching it, so don't don't go whole hog. But Okay, I won't go whole hog, but he is very, like, out of his mind, like, fucking, like, very calculated, almost split personality. Mm-hmm. Like, very calculated at times with his plans, because he doesn't want to kill Dom. He just wants to make him suffer. And so <laughs> his plans are, like, some, like, wily Coyote ass, like... I'm going to do all of this, like, haha, just to, like, make you look like an asshole. And then there's times where he's just, like, like psychotic, like, sipping tea, like, talking to, like, fucking dead bodies, like, crazy. (laughs) So, it's night and day, like, different. Of course, the entire Fast family's in it. You know, you got Han, you know, they bring Jason Statham back and stuff, and they're working together. So, everybody gets involved in one way or another, because he's kind of, he's like, I'm taking shots at every, like, Dom's entire family. And they, like, do a really good job at, like, kind of poking fun at the Fast franchise. Like, Vin Diesel, mm. I feel like, intentionally says family even more now in this movie. <laughs> right? Just because it's been referenced so much. Um, the, the at one point, they bring up the, the sending the car to space in the last movie. Um, at one point, the, I think, I think it was, uh. Um, Jason Momoa, or whatever, he's like, 
he's like, oh, no, it was one of the cops. One of the new cops was like, yeah, he's, like, ripping on Vin Diesel. He's like, you know, he's like, I fucking hate barbecues. And, like, whatever. It's because they always have a fucking barbecue at the end of the movie. Mm. And so, so they poke so much fun, like, at the franchise as a whole, which I think is great. It's like we're kind of at the point where you can't really take this shit seriously anymore. Yeah. So the fact that they can kind of make fun of themselves and stuff while they're doing it is pretty great. I definitely, sure. I definitely think it was better than the last two movies. Like I, I was not a fan. Like the last one was all right, but dude, I fucking hate eight. Eight is the worst one in my opinion. <laughs> That's the one where Vin Diesel's the bad guy, where yeah. they take his kid or whatever, and then he has to go against the family and whatever. I hate that one with a passion. Like I've only seen it once, and I've I've watched all the others like five, six times. I've only seen that one once because that's how much I hate it. And then four is probably like right above it. Uh, but no, this one's wow. good. It ends on a cliffhanger. So, you know, there is a mid credit scene. So do not just immediately get up once credits roll. Cause you do get a little, little teaser, whatever for, I guess what's to come in part two. Supposedly there's three parts. Like I don't know. Initially I thought there was only two parts, but I guess Vin Diesel at some point on Instagram or something said that he thought it was gonna be three parts. So I don't know if it's actually gonna be two or three parts. But Well, you know, it probably would have been two parts if this one made no money. That's true. So, is, is the is Brian still out of the mix or is he did they pull some movie magic to bring him back so in? he's still out of the he does get referenced multiple times in the movie especially in the beginning there's a pretty great scene where because now like vin diesel's son in the movie is getting a little older he's like teaching him, he's like 12 and he's like teaching him to drive mm. now and whatever and they're like tearing ass in like a walgreens parking lot somewhere teaching him to like drift and there's one part he's where they teach him to go get a case of Coronas. Yeah. Uh, but there, there's like a project car or something that like him and his son are working on together and he's in the garage and he's like standing there and he has like all these pictures of like him and Brian like up on the wall and it starts to play that song. They're like, dude, the one from the movie, like the see you again, but it's like a piano yeah. slow melody. It's like, oh, and he's like reminiscing and then he like closes the lid on the car. It's, it's so fucking cheap. Like there's multiple times <laughs> where I thought Megan's retinas were going to detach from her eyes that she was rolling <laughs> them so hard when they're like doing like the whatever for like, he's like, you don't turn your back on fan or like whatever. She's like, dude, come on. So they ham it up. A lot, but it's still, it's a fun I, I movie. Do love, I do love when they dive in with both feet. They're just like, you know what? Yeah, we're cheesy as hell. I know. It's yeah. Fine. But, yeah. They're, so, you, you, you allude to the fact that they're basically Avengers. Is there, like, anything, like, is it the whole team, or is it just specific people? Like, there's just multiple parts where I honestly, I'm trying to even remember. I think one of the dudes, not Ludacris, but the other guy, I swear to God, at one point, I think he said, we're Avengers at this point. Like, he makes the reference that they're basically Avengers. And it's just, you know, Vin Diesel's, like, driving cars, like, taking down helicopters and shit. Like, Letty, at one point, is, like, thrown through, like, seven fucking windows. And she's just, like, getting up without a scratch on her, like the fucking Terminator. Uh, so, it's, it's, like, there's just multiple... Th uh, John Cena is in it again. And he's driving some crazy, like, decked-out car that basically has, like, cannons on the side of it. And he's, like, shooting shit. Like, so, it's pretty wild. But it's a, it's a fun time. 
I enjoyed it. I definitely, I told Megan before the next one comes out, we need to like for two weeks before the movie comes out, just every night, watch a, watch one of the movies and just work our way up. Tokyo Drift, baby. Love it. Um, Wait, so Gal Gadot's in this, right? So do you want, do you want me? (laughs) That's what I was all I needed to know. Okay. Right, that's, that's been my favorite inconsistency of the Fast and Furious world uh, the entire time. You know, Dom launches out of a flying charger at about 120 miles an hour, catches another human body who's flying at him at about 100 miles an hour, and then turns and lands on his back against another windshield and they both just get up and walk away and Gal Gadot falls out of a moving airplane dead and I'm like wait what? Like, I just saw a guy not get liquefied by another <laughs> dense object at 120 miles an hour and I'm supposed to believe died I mean, granted, it was the world's longest runway. I think that plane was trying to take off for like 10 minutes. But, uh, yeah, that's been my favorite inconsistency. Close that loop. Happy. That's good. Yeah. As, you know, as we've seen in the Fast franchise, no one stays dead. Like, I was like, at this point, bro, the dude from the fucking first movie that got gunned down in the street by the Yakuza bike gang is going to come back. He's like, you thought I died in movie one, but they rebuilt me and now I'm a villain. And now I run on NOS. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't get into graphic design school, but now I'm half robot. Uh, so... I, still main- I still maintain we had the movie. We had it where we came up with the... DeLorean the, the, and the <laughs> no, no, The Fast and Furious crew going up against this ring on in 60 seconds. Like that, <laughs> that's the movie right there. Like, come on. That shit is genius. I, I, I still think about that. And that was like an aside we had a year ago. And I still think about it. I'm like, God damn it. That would be so good. <sighs> but yes, I digress. Um, all right, Shannon's about to pass us. So we should wrap this. This has been a long one today, but it's been a good one. I've, I've really had fun. But I think it's time for Justin to land this plane. You know what, guys? Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the That Pixel Life podcast. You know, why don't you head on over to Discord? You know, let us know what you've been playing. Have you been playing some liquor racing you think's dope? Has anyone else checked out Humanity? I know a lot of people have been playing Zelda. I can't blame you. You know, tell us what you've been playing. You know, while you're at it, head on over to Spotify. Give your boys a review. Let us know how we're doing. And, uh, Zach, if, uh, Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say, hey guys, go be great. And I have to get to that Disney hotel soon.